Buffalo's course in 20 years ago. I... Hey, hey, what's that? you listening to the Amado Mendoza Show. I'll talk to you guys later. Gotta go, gotta go. Hey, welcome to the Amado Mendoza Show. Let me ask you a question. Do you fight for what you believe in? It's a right to stand up for what you believe in. Let's talk about that today. In the Amado Mendoza Show, standing up for what you believe in. Let's go. All right, everybody. You know, it's becoming even more popular nowadays for people to do marches and go out in public and stop traffic and stop people from walking on the sidewalk just because they have a voice or because they have something that they want to, you know, tell everybody to believe in, you know. But in actuality, it's... I what I truly what I find refreshing is when you find a person that's willing to stand up for what they believe in even if they may find themselves alone. You know, even if they find themselves alone and that's that's very refreshing and nowadays is is very rare to find someone that's willing to stand up and face the onslaught of disagreement and attacks you know be it through media be it through the internet or any other you know social media and it's like it's such a big headache that you can find people that are just willing to stand up for what their convictions are is, is truly amazing. Uh, Martin Luther King, he said, a man who won't die for something is not fit to live. <laughs> wow. That's a pretty bold statement. A man that who won't die for something is not fit to live. I mean, I guess they asked this, you know, when, you know, his life was in danger being a, you know, the leader of the civil rights movement and being the main target of those who wanted to basically race him but knowing that this fact he was willing to die for what he believed and he felt conviction he felt a deep call to be the man that will bring about this revolution which we now enjoy the fruits of you know the liberties that we have now is because there was a man named Martin Luther King who was willing to get up, stand up, and do the fight, you know. He didn't give up. And the interesting thing is that even though he stood up by himself, there were others that came alongside of him and also decided to stand up also and, and fight. Uh, I mean, truly, do we have anybody that's willing to fight nowadays? Do we have anybody that's standing up for what they believed in? Or is everybody just being moved 
by the majority, the opinion of the majority, and, wants, and I guess that's what really, um, how can I put it, it's what really driving the people. What the majority thinks, that's what I'm going to think. Everybody's like, you know, I wouldn't even say a robot because a robot, you prong at it. Now it's just, you, it's like, we're just like, uh, this was a cartoon that I love to watch. It was called the, the Smurfs. Everybody dressed the same. They looked the same. But even the Smurf, had, they were individuals, you know, they were different characters in there. And they stood up for what their character represented. But nowadays we have a bunch of Smurfs. And the Smurfs don't even have characters. Everybody's just a copy, uh, a copy cut. Oh, what's the word? A copy, a cookie cutter copy of each other. Yes, that's what I'm looking for. Everybody's just made by the same cookie copies. Um, Shakespeare said, All the world's a stage, and all men and women are merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. And one man in his time plays many parts. If you read this whole narrative, you'll find that Shakespeare describes the life of a man as a child, then as a teenager, then as a grown adult. And in all different stages of his life, there's different encounters that he has in those different st uh, st uh, stages of his life. So, you know, once he's young, he, he doesn't want to go to school. Then he gets older, he becomes a military man, and he, there he's a fighter, he's, he's honored, then he becomes old, and then he has to be moved around, he has to be uh, helped, and then finally, you know, he just goes to where, where everybody else goes and just disappears. But the question is, where's his legacy? We all are in this big stage called life, and we pretend and we act according to what's in front of us so that we can survive you know that's the way that you act at work and it's the way that you are that you act at home people you know your friends may know a different you than they know than your co-workers know you you, know, you may be funny at a dinner table and then at work you're like this serious person that nobody really you know that they couldn't put together unless they really really know you but you're doing this because it's we do this because it's a form of survival. You know, we we have gates, we have doors, and we don't let everybody in. Uh, it's a safety mechanism that we have, and, you know, that's okay. But, again, going back to the subject, do we stand up for what we believe in? Or are we just pretending, you know, not to be bothered, pretending not to be offended, pretending that we agree with everything when we really don't agree with what's going on, you know, just to, you know, save ourselves. You know, we'll we'll keep talking about this and we'll be right back. Hello, everybody. So we're back again, and we're talking about standing up for what you believe in. <laughs> yes, standing up, taking the fight to the man, as they say out there. 
taking the fight to the men. Uh, and we're, you know, I'm a pacifist. I'm not a big fighter, but but it depends. If you mess with my family, if you mess with somebody that I love, then I, I, I don't know how I'm going to act. I pray that my faith may come into action and I may be held back. But again, in the Bible, we see situations where God, the Holy Spirit empowered an individual to take out a whole bunch of people who were attacking and trying to destroy uh, family members of that individual or a land that was being attacked by a evil body of uh, military forces that wanted just to take over the land. Anywho, what I want to say is that we need to stand up and fight. You know, it's standing up for what you believe in is a amazing thing. But I, I think, you know, as, as we grow as we grew up and we experience life, there's certain people that come into play into our lives that they basically steal the fight out of us. You know, they come in and they steal the life out of us. And th those could be our parents. They could be our brothers and sisters. They could be friends. They, they tell you that you're nobody, that you're not, you know, that you're not important. And they try to... Okay, so we're back again, and let's get ready to keep fighting. So, as we continue on fighting for what we believe in, we need to understand that this battle is fought not only in our minds, but also is the fight is a spiritual one as well. It's a spiritual fight because there are forces that want to suppress us and keep us from obtaining the ultimate goal, which is to believe in what God is able to do in us and to believe that God is powerful enough to take us way beyond our limitations and if we're learning anything about the time that we're living in is that this is the moment this is the time for the church this is the time for the individual to stand up and say i believe i will trust that god will do amazing things through me and through the body and that there's no limits to what can God can use me to do. So I want us to hear this message from Billy Graham. It was very brief, but it's, it, it brings this home beautifully. So let us listen. God said there's coming a day when I'm going to shake the world. But some things will not be shaken. Some things remain. In other words, there's coming a time when the world will be pressed and there'll be no way out. Those times come in your life, in your home. Tension, friction, financial trouble. You're pressed and there doesn't seem to be a way out. There is an answer. There is a way. Jesus said, I am the way. But in the midst of all this changing, 
There are some things that never change. Think of it a moment. What never changes? The nature of God doesn't change. God hasn't changed. He hasn't changed to adapt himself to our generation. God is unchanging. I am the Lord God. I change not. God is unchanging in his holiness. We're all guilty of coming short of God's holy requirements. And we're all sinners and we're all in need of the grace and mercy of God. And that's why the Lord Jesus came and died on the cross. He died for your sins. He died for mine. And God took your sins and laid them on Christ. God changes not in his holiness. And let me tell you, because he is a holy God, he is also unchanging in his judgment. There is a judgment day coming. Our God is a consuming fire. The Bible is filled with stories of judgment. Our Lord talked more about hell than he did heaven. There is a day of judgment coming. God is a holy God. And you and I are going to stand there. And when I stand there, I'm not going to ask for justice. I'm going to ask for mercy. I need mercy. I need the grace of God. I need the forgiveness of God. And I want to tell you a wonderful thing. God loves you and he offers you tonight forgiveness and he offers you mercy. God can forgive every sin you've ever committed. God can wipe the slate clean because of Christ. Not because you deserve it. For by grace are ye saved through faith in that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You can't work your way to heaven. You can't buy your way to heaven. God is unchanging. He's unchanging in his love. God loves you. That's the most wonderful thing to go to bed with at night, to know that God loves me. God forgives me. God is interested in me. But I must receive him. Secondly, the word of God does not change. The grass withereth and the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I settled that a long time ago. There are a lot of things in this Bible I don't understand. There are questions you could ask me that I cannot answer. I don't know all the answers in this book. How can a finite mind like mine comprehend the infinite? I cannot. So one day I opened the Bible and I said, Oh Lord, I accept this as your word by faith. And that settled it from that moment on. When I quote the scriptures, I know that I'm quoting the word of God. It's a living word. And lastly, the way of salvation has not changed. All these centuries, the way to the kingdom of God is exactly the same. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. He will never change. But you must change.
But you must. But you must, said Billy Graham. God is unchanging. God is unchanging. His truth endures forever. So, with that truth, that we are God's children, that God cares for us, that God fights for us, that God is on our side, what can stop us? What can stop us? We have been given the privilege to be able to stand up in the middle of the storms, in the middle of the winds, in the middle of the most difficult periods. The church will prevail and those who have trust in the Lord will prevail. David said in Psalm 27 verse one, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So let us stand up for the truth. Let us stand up for the truth. Because the Lord is our light. Who should we, whom should I fear? David said. The Lord is our stronghold. Hallelujah. Of whom should I be afraid? So let us be strong. Let us stand up. And believe in what God is able to do in your life. Believe in what God has already done in your life and move forward and be strong don't let the world tell you what you are not don't let the world tell you what you can achieve or cannot achieve don't let the world try to deceive you but stand up for truth stand up for what is written stand up for what you have known to be true in the word of God stand up and be strong fight for your family Fight for the lives, fight for your marriages, fight for what is true, fight for what is real, fight for what you have known to be freedom, fight and stand up, don't be ashamed, don't walk with your head down, walk with your head up, don't be afraid. Psalm 56 verse 3 and 4 says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God whose word I praise in God I trust, I am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? What can mere mortals do to me? Our fear should be only in the Lord. We shouldn't fear any man. So let us walk in that truth. And let's get up, stand up, and let us fight. So God bless you. This is your brother, Amado. And let us continue to fight they could fight for faith. The Amado Mendoza Show.